stepping into a vibe is transparent with Julissa Delgado. Hey, 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 what's happening? I'm back at it again with another pod. I'm super excited to be back here with you guys. Number one, the last year I've been in a creative rut. So being able to just share my interviews with you guys is always a blessing, especially this Brent Fias one. Um, I can't sit here and tell you that it's current. It's not. It's basically from, I believe, a year ago. Um, when I was first starting off my career, it's probably one of my most viral interviews. So I wanted to reintroduce it into this season um, because this season has been a little bit more consistent for me. Um, the interviews are fired, obviously. So why not repurpose it and run it back? I love this interview for multiple reasons. Number one, I can confirm that I am delusional, but I can confirm that that delusion has led me to really dope places in my life. I hope you guys enjoy this interview as much as I have. I always try to give myself a little five minute rant before I start the show. But today the rant is giving maybe three minutes. You feel me? Um, If you want to skip over this, you can as always in the description I put um when the interview starts when the hell i stop talking about myself um but like always i love to hear your feedback i love to hear what you guys are have going on what you guys are do you hear me what you guys have going on what you've been into make sure to hit me up on the socials i'm mad friendly you can hit me up at don jalissa that's d-o-n-y-u-l-i-s-s-a on literally everything i just downloaded this app also called lemonade it's fire i know the gen zers the gen z's um they put me on um from tiktok they put me on to lemonade and i like it it's like a pinterest instagram but it's kind of tailored to like your own algorithm like what you like to you know look into so i kind of just put i think i'm gonna start putting tips of like podcasting on there uh just because i feel like i'm kind of like a little bit of an expert in this area um you know like what mics you should get what type of equipment i have what i use my setup once i clean this room um because a lot of people may feel like you know you kind of have to put your pros and your cons about these type of things um just because a lot of people schedule weekly times with like a, a podcast studio and that's great um you know you pay 50 60 i really don't know how much it costs anymore but depending on your area and where you are i know it could range maybe starting out 50 dollars to like 100 maybe even a little more if you include like videos and to see what type of package you may have with uh the studio uh yeah but those things are kind of like great because you don't really have to buy equipment you don't have to worry about it the person's gonna edit the audio for you but if you want to invest into your own little situation um i have a macbook and i'm gonna kind of start talking about it on the lemonade app um so it's dangerous on everything i don't really use twitter or x or whatever the case may be i've never been a big twitter girly i would say that people do hit me up on twitter um that listen to the pod that listen to uh when i have my radio show you guys will listen to that and hit me up on twitter a lot um but i was like kind of really terrible at checking my dms and stuff instagram i'm always very active i know that's very millennial of me but i think i'm on the cusp of like millennial gen z so i'm not that old but i'm very big on instagram i'm literally always on it if not, that Lemonade app, definitely going to start giving tips and tricks of how I set up my podcast and how I do interviews at home, as well as um, 
yo, threads. I'm not gonna lie, I kinda like threads, okay? I was talking my shit on threads the other day and only like three people replied, but I thought that was funny. I'm like, oh, okay, so people are still using threads. Maybe we're still kind of figuring it out, but I kinda wanna start being early on these apps because I remember, you know, kind of shying away from TikTok and there's people that have been able to curate million dollar deals just because they were on TikTok early and they were the first of their kind on TikTok. So whatever, if you're pushing a platform, if you're pushing your art, if you're pushing, it doesn't even have to be creative any anymore, you know? Um, because there's people that are doctors, lawyers, teachers, um, and they just kind of use this tool for a secondary outlet and then it becomes a secondary income where they can just share their expertise i'm part of this meta group called dale tu it's like for spanish people you know these corporations now i was like let's put these spanish people these black people together and hopefully an initiative can start and we can fund them which is great you know it's like amazing we got to start somewhere instead of having you know a percentage of hispanic people or black people at a company they rather just start these initiatives and give us a couple dollars and some cold shrimp <laughs> and figure it like hey we're just putting you guys together with some free drinks give us some ideas damn meta i still need your sponsorship so please don't eat me up anyways this is the end of my rant i talked a lot about a lot of different things in these five minutes but this is why i need these five minute rants because i love talking to you let's get into this interview with brent fires it's dope it's amazing i love the younger version of myself even if it was two three years ago um a year ago she's amazing she's dope and i'm rooting for her and i'm rooting for you let's get into it hi what's going on i'm doing good i'm doing well are you ready yeah i'm ready we're gonna have fun I'm excited. I'm sitting down with a creative genius today, honestly. One of the few artists that can be a minimalist, but still paint vivid pictures with his words and his choice of production. The one and the only Picasso of R&B, Brent Fires. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. That's a hell of an intro. <laughs> You know, I worked on it a little bit. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here, honestly. Like, I've never really been fangirling, but I, I am a little bit today. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I'm excited. Before we get into your new project, I want to talk about a prior project. Um, just so people can understand why I really appreciate your work, number one, and number two, how deep your lyrics are. You recorded an entire album in DR and the birth of a very deep song came out of there, The First World Problems. How did that impact your music, that trip? And do you feel like it changed the direction of the album at that time? Um, well, I, I initially I wanted to do the album in DR, you know, just simply because that's that's where my, my lineage is from my father's side. I never spent much time out there. I didn't grow up speaking Spanish or nothing like that. So I went out to the DR just to take that little trip and just, you know, seeing how people were live, was living out there and just like driving through the hoods and kicking it with everybody and seeing just how, how everything was out there. The idea that I had, you know, for the album and what I wanted to do changed so much just from deciding I wanted to do it over there. You know, initially I was like, you know, I want to fly till I die. That's the whole album going to be about, you know, like that's what first of all problem initially, you know, but I don't know. Right, like until going out there is when the whole perspective really shifted. And I was like, man, everything that you think is important out here really ain't all that important. It, it really resonated with me because I'm the first generation of immigrants. I'm also Dominican. 
So when I listened to that song and I found out you've recorded it in DR, I was like, wow, this, it resonated with my being just because we always see the glitz and the glams and the penthouses, but we don't really understand that we have first world problems here. Yeah, man. And it was, I was, I was like fresh off crew at the time. I had went out to DR like with no internet, no nothing. So like, I don't know, man. It was a different kind of experience. I still been trying to go back. I'm not gonna lie to you. Let me know. My mom lives out there. She'll give you some good Dominican authentic food. <laughs> I can't imagine R&B in its current state without your soulfulness and everything you've been able to contribute to R&B. Talk to me about your transition from being basically like a SoundCloud rapper that a lot of people don't know to the artist that we experience now. Like what made you stop rapping and going down that route? Um, really my manager, man. Like the time I had really, when I was still rapping, I was like rapping and singing. I was doing both like later on towards the end of it. And I had never really had nobody reach out enough to like manage me or, 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 or take my career to the next level. And the one manager I got now was one of the first managers to ever reach out and say he really wanted to work with me, you feel me? He was like, man, first thing you need to do is stop all that rapping shit. And I was like, what you mean? You feel me? Like, I'm a rapper. He was like, nah, bro, there's too many rappers out here. And so I was honestly kind of trying to make that switch anyway, because I feel like, um, like being a rapper, it's, it's, it's tricky, like just, and not even to get born, but just the recording process when you, when you make music, you have to write a whole lot of words to be a rapper, you feel me? Like you gotta say a whole 16, and you might have like a whole hundred some words in there. Versus when you sing, you can kind of spread it out, you know? So like, you can only just keep the key words in there and you sing it, stretch it out. So I only gotta write like, what, like eight bars or something like that. So I was like, man, like, I, I rap. That's really interesting. I never thought of it like that before. The fact that rappers need to come up with a lot of words. Yes, mad words. You can keep it real short when you sing and just stretch it out for real. So it was just that was like, it's come way more natural. Like it's way easier. Like if I can sing, why not sing? So that's how that happened. So I figured I, I use the same, you know, subject matter. Wow. I would talk about if I was a rapper, but I just sing it. I love it. As a songwriter who likes to travel for inspiration, to pour into your music. How did quarantine kind of change that particular creative process for you? Um, I was still moving around, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was definitely still moving around. Okay. I, I was everywhere. <laughs> the flights was cheap. Okay. <laughs> the flights were cheap. Yeah, I was everywhere. I was, I, I was like, it's a perfect opportunity for me to get them spread my wings. Honestly, do you feel like it's helped you though? Like you were traveling more, so you poured it more into your music in the sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, know, I feel like, I feel like mm -hmm. when everybody was staying still, I kind of tried to use it to just elevate even more. Like when everybody's slowing down, I'm like, it's the perfect opportunity for me to lock in the studio as much as I can, connect with as many creators as I can. Um, Kicking with my family a lot. Mind you, when you spend a lot of time with your family, I went back home for a little bit, really just kicking with my people where everything was going on. So you get a whole different perspective when you're back with your people after being in Hollywood for four or five years, you can. Oh, they humble you real quick, right? What? I ain't nobody. <laughs> <laughs> your family has a way to humble you. Like, you do what? <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like your music is really hella metaphoric. Uh, do I even dare say an oxymoron at some point? Literally listening to your latest tracks, I like downloaded the folder and the folder read, do not listen. 
<laughs> you feel like people do the opposite of what you tell them to or what you ask them to do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, creatively, it's just at some point you just gotta have fun with it. You know what I mean? I think it's fun to you know like mess with people. I think it's fun to you know say one thing in a song and mean something else or drop a really good song that's three minutes long, two minutes long. Like why not? You know what I mean? I look at it like you paint on the canvas. It's like you just gonna have fun with it. Yeah, I think a lot of your, even your, your like imagery and your music and your song lyrics, it is definitely up for your own interpretation. Yeah, absolutely. Let's dive into your new music. You should have definitely given us a warning because I wasn't crying. No, I was a little bit. <laughs> My favorite track, okay, from the latest drops was Price of Fame. It's promoting a lot of self-love. It's giving me the narrative of like, I'm the better one for you. I'm best for you. Talk to me about the becoming of that song. Um, I know I did the second half of that record first. I locked in with my bro Nasa, and he played me that loop, and I was like, man, this is it right here. So I recorded the second half of that song first. Then I went in with the homie um, Legion and Lil Reach. Shouts out to them. Um, and we did the first half of it like in a whole nother session, and I just put them two together like later on because I felt like conceptually it went hand to hand. Um, yeah, everything as far as like, you know, the Do Not Listen and, 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 and that project, everything was just real like, again, everything was just stuff I recorded in the past two, three months. So it wasn't even like the stuff I had been like working on and stacked up or saved or overly thought about it. It was just some stuff that I, it was the most recent things I had on file and like, and I might as well just drop it. That's really interesting. Cause when we look back at a project like Fuck the World, right? last February, you had no features, but now we're diving into really dope collaborations, especially that series you did with yours truly creative and Adidas, where you had Tyler the, creat the creator on there. I'm like, wait, hold on. Gravity lives in my head rent free. Appreciate How did that collaboration come about? Um, we had these um, these sessions that we did with you know, Adidas and yours truly where they, you know, they, they pay you a creative or producer, your choice, whoever, and, and they document the whole process. And I had been working with Dahi, um, so we decided we was gonna get into a record. Um, played the beat, pulled the beat up, I was like, man, this shit crazy. I cut my part. Uh, um, I was thinking, I was kinda, I had a whole nother verse on, I was stuck on it for a little bit, and I was like, man, what am I gonna do with this? So I hit Tyler, sent on the record, and he was like, man, that ain't nothing. So that's how that came together. So how fast was that turnaround? It was it was pretty quick for real. It wasn't no record I was sitting on for too long. It was something that we pretty much like within that month I had that joint done. That really wasn't ain't take much for real. Everything be real quick now. Yeah, that's super dope. When we dive into more collaborations, you've been doing a lot of different collabs. You were just featured on Kelvin Klein's latest collaboration with Kendrick Lamar and his company, PG Lang. Okay, how did that come together? I need to know the backstory. Are we having more modeling gigs? Um, Kendrick, the homie, see me shout out to K-Got. Um, but it was um, um, Dave Free that put that together. Dave Free, he was he had a project that he was doing with Calvin. He was like, bro, like I got this idea. He had like the whole idea for this shit. Really, that's that's really Dave Free vision, man. He told me he wanted me to record a little song on like, you know, the table for it. I was like, bet, that ain't nothing. That came together like, I swear, seamlessly, man. That was kind of wild. There's definitely a lot of stuff that, that I'm working on in the, in the fashion and style space now. I can see it for you. I feel like it comes so organic for you. It's just like the whole, it's like a cool, 
little like situation you just stepped into. I feel like your entire aura is just creative. So anything else you dive into is just like organic. Yeah, that shit hella funny. I know whatever I do, I want to be the best at it though, you feel me? So if there's people that I know that yeah. they like to style and, and that, I, I want to learn from them. So I'm just learning everything, man. I'm trying to be a jack of all trades out here. And master of all of them. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a difference when I'm listening to, um, you know, Do Not Listen and your latest tracks versus Fuck the World. I think that between them, there's a difference sonically. Can you tell me the difference or how do you feel like or describe your evolutions from Fuck the World to the tracks that we're experiencing on like Circles featuring Purr and like Paper Soldier? Um, man, a whole year. Honestly, man, a whole year I passed. Um, with so many things going on and everybody, like I guess, you know, being being inside and everybody going through certain things, whether it be in the media or or, or, um, or in politics or in sports, I mean, it's just everybody just kind of all over the place right now. So I think like, the sonic change is just a reflection of that. Um, I've been in the studio a lot, like while everything is going on, I've been in the studio a lot in different different cities and different places, but just in the studio a lot. Um, from from being in Atlanta and seeing and seeing the, the protests and the riots and everything going on and being outside during that, and going to LA and seeing the same thing happen from like being everywhere, like in the thick of everything at all times, I feel like sonically that just kind of changed my whole like process. That changed my palette. So now I don't know musically, I just approach things differently. I think it's just it just come with life, I guess. Yeah, I would agree. I do feel like I don't know. You have this this art where you can put together, like you said, so many different things are happening. So you give us so many different sounds in your music, but then it just comes together and it makes sense. So I guess it is um, art imitating life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in my team, man, like I feel like everybody I work with, like anytime I have an idea or a vision that I want to execute, we're able to make it happen. That's really solid. So shout out to your team. Having a good team is super important. Absolutely. You've been dropping a lot of tracks, a lot of fire, a lot of different emotions lately, like we were just saying. Should we expect that type of vibe, let's say, in your sophomore album? Uh, definitely. It's, it's going to be something totally different. Like, any idea that you got of what it's going to sound like, don't even, like, it's going to be something that you wouldn't even expect from real. Like, I don't even fully know what's going to happen until, uh, until I'm until it, it happens, you feel me? So I got some ideas that I cut and certain things that's done and I'm like, man, this is insane, this is crazy. But I can't even really describe it to you. Wow, I'm excited. <laughs> that answer made me excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. You know, I'm gonna be completely transparent with you. Anybody who really knows me as a creative myself, um, I struggle with patience, especially when I know something I'm working on is so good. Like I want to tell the whole world right away. Can you tell me a little bit how you've mastered or how you've learned the art of patience within your craft? Um, I think it just come with it, man. If you want to be great at anything, you're not going to do it over time. So yeah. Familiar. Like, you know, there ain't, ain't nothing building. There ain't nothing great. You feel me? Going to come in a short period of time. So, I don't know. I'm just Yeah, and how do you... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just patient myself. I know if, if I if I rush it, then it's not going to come out like I want it to. So versus me um, having conflict with myself, I'd rather just wait until everything come out properly. 
That makes sense. How do you, let's say, when you have something, you're like, this is really good. Do you usually just release it then or do you wait on it until like the perfect moment? Um, a lot of times I might have a record and it's like, I might, I might make something crazy and I want to drop it tomorrow. But it's like, I mean, at this point, man, I got like a whole bank of unreleased music. It's, it's so much music, so I don't even know what the, but I'll just kind of wait until it's like a good time. Like I'll see the temperature of like how everybody's feeling and what he was talking about. And then I'll decide to pick one out the library and drop that. That's beautiful. And being able to read the room and understand what's going on, not only just in the world, but as a culture, and then giving us music to heal to. So you're definitely doing a super amazing job. What should we expect from you in the future? More music, more visuals. Um, we're outside, we're going back up, more shows, um, more collaborations, just more everything, right? just more and elevated. I'm excited to see more of your modeling work, I'm gonna be honest. Pretty that modeling career is definitely there. I see it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, a little something, right? A little something with Calvin Klein. <laughs> Where can people follow you for updates, waiting the sophomore album, new tracks, all of it? Everything at Brent Fire. At Brent Fire. Super easy. <laughs> Thank you so much for your love, your energy, your transparency. I had such a beautiful time with you. I hope you had a great time with me too. Thank you so much. All right, how do you guys feel about the interview? Make sure to hit me up on the socials at Dawn Julissa. That's D-O-N-Y-U-L-I-S-S-A. I wanna hear from you though. I'd love to hear your feedback. Like like I said, um, I'm mad friendly. So you can slide in my DMs, Don Jalitza. And I usually answer, we talk about the interview. I was uh, reading some of even my friends' feedback on the interviews and it's amazing. It makes me cry all the time. I never knew a Capricorn like me could be so emotional. I think it's like uh, the little razzle dazzle I have of cancer in me, but sheesh. Wow, your feedback means so much to me. It keeps me going. You know, I'm an independent journalist. Um, I'm not with a network right now. I'm an independent media personality. So just like getting feedback is really my form of currency because um, it tells me, you know what? You can keep going on this. I really appreciate your interviews. I don't like your interviews. Please stop this. But usually it's good feedback. Only sometimes on YouTube, some people are like, oh my God, she's like, acts like she likes the artist. Please relax, because if you were sitting down with Brent Fires, you wouldn't know how to act either, okay? Anyways, hit me up. I'm gonna start posting my daily news where I just talk about like hot topics, pop culture topics, um, even like actual news we should know. For example, did you know that the government, United States of Shambles, we might uh, shut down very soon. We're clearly headed to a shutdown, which hasn't happened since like 2017. Scary times, the year that I graduated college, big scary times. Um, you know, the housing market is also crazy. So I like to discuss these things with you guys as well. Just kind of making news a little bit more fun. <laughs> we can all go together, you know, go through it together. You don't feel like you're reading and going through it by yourself. Um, and I don't know, I enjoy it. So hit me up. Talk to me. Let's chit chat. As always, I'm leaving you off with the abundance of everything you may need, especially love, peace, and transparency. Until next time, bye. Oh, wait, make sure you go through my old interviews. 
my Russ interview is up. My Leon Thomas interview is up. I believe my Chloe Bailey interview is up. I, I'm like continuously uploading uh, celebrity interviews um, as well as my daily news. All right, until next time. Bye.